0: Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamanos. to explore like
1: never before.
2: Swiper knows swiping? swiping. Oh me!
1: Swing into action. We need your help. With a girl who put adventure <laughs> on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora.
2: I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos juntos! Yeah!
1: Dora, the brand new series, stream with your family now, exclusively on Paramount Plus. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! One 11-minute episode takes almost 10 months to produce. Wow. So when we're recording the Christmas episode, it's, you know april (laughs) so i remember when we we did the first christmas special steve's like they got to get in the mood we we need christmas so i'm like trying to find christmas decorations you know (laughs) in the middle of april and we decorated the whole studio with a little christmas tree and some lights and (laughs) so everybody can get in the christmas spirit before we recorded that episode
0: Welcome to Spongebob Binge Pants, Nickelodeon's official podcast about all things Spongebob. I'm Hector Navarro. And I'm Frankie Grande. Frankie, we're back, baby, and we have got a-
2: I've missed stellar, you. Stellar, I've missed you too, my friend. I've missed you, A stellar, yep. stellar, stellar, stellar interview lined up today. We are talking to co-executive producer of Spongebob Squarepants, Jenny Monica, overseeing Spongebob, overseeing The Patrick Star Show, Camp Coral an incredible incredible human being who's been on the show since the beginning. We're going to get some great stories of those early seasons. We're going to get some some great predictions about where the show's going to go from here. Cannot wait to talk to Jenny Monica.
0: Redefining overachievement. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs>
2: get ready to feel real bad about yourself, listeners, because she's crushing it. She crushed it. So
0: yeah, get ready to feel like you have accomplished nothing in your life. Uh Here we go. Welcome, Jenny Monica. (laughs) We have interviewed some unbelievable people in the SpongeBob world. We have heard from some artists behind the scenes. We've heard from vocal artists. And now I'm very, very excited to talk to Jenny Monica, executive producer in the SpongeBob world. Before before we even get even any any further, first of all, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. Wait, tell me your actual title and how you like to be referred in this amazing world where you do so many things.
1: <laughs> so my actual title is co-executive producer that I share with two other um, co-executive producers. I'm actually transitioning into a VP role in animation so I will take on other shows besides Spongebob and his universe. So, uh, yes. So it's very exciting. It's really fun to have someone from the co-EP of the co-EP world to answer (laughs) some
0: of the other questions (laughs) that we have not been able to ask.
2: And congrats on that uh, transition. Um, Can't believe you're going to be more busy and working on (laughs) more shows. That's going to be great. That's great.
1: (laughs) I know. Just throw them all on
2: there. (laughs) With SpongeBob binge pants, Frank and I have been going back to the beginning of the Mm. show, 1999, when the show was first airing, which is insane. Frankie and I grew up with the show and yeah. and we remember first watching it when we were younger and to be able to rewatch it has been so great and so interesting do you have a story of the first time you watched spongebob squarepants the pilot episode like what did you think where were you
0: what year was it (laughs) what color were you wearing
1: (laughs) i could answer all of those i was wearing a red dress i had uh, i um started off at receptionist at nickelodeon and i was interviewing for the position of steve hillenberg who is the creator of spongebob his um assistant and so oh, yeah. I interviewed with him and then afterwards he gave me the VHS and was like here take this and and this is the pilot and let me know what you think so I went you know back to one of the little TVs in Nickelodeon and I watched the pilot and I uh, di- I didn't know what to think <laughs> it was so different and out there I was like okay let's see and I had I was there was two receptionists at the time and she had been there longer, and so I had asked her if she was interviewing for the position because I thought, oh, she has seniority. And she's like, oh mm-hmm. no, I've seen that pi- pilot; it's horrible. It's going to be canceled <gasps> in six months. And I was like, okay. And I just, but I saw it, and it was cute and funny, and um, and I ended up getting the job. And here I am, oh. twenty two years later, oh, wow. twenty three years now- later.
2: That's, yes. I have to I have to follow up with that because that's <laughs> such a wild thing to think about that like people didn't have faith in Spongebob knowing what we know now but just like a quick sidebar question was that kind of a common you know I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus but was that sort of a common thinking at the time working on that show being like oh maybe this is too weird and it's not going to get picked up
1: I think when you start a project it's always like how long is it going how long is yes. it going to be last and you, you don't animation is two, three seasons usually, you know? So, but I think when we were all in it, I don't, I I remember waiting for the pickup and not sure if it would get a season two, but I think we all kind of knew we were making something special and fun. It was, it wasn't, it didn't feel like work. It was just, we just had a blast. So yes, you were a little anxious waiting for that season two pickup, but, um, I think we were all confident in what was was being made.
0: I'm just, I'm so, I actually got emotional when you were telling the story about, you know, being the receptionist who then went into interview as an assistant. Mm-hmm. And now you're sitting here as the co-EP and uh, vice president of, you know, Spongebob, of the universe of Spongebob Squarepants <laughs> and all its subsidiaries. No, it's just, I'm, I, I just think that's such an unbelievably powerful message. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that with, with us and with our listeners who I think would um, really benefit from hearing someone like you talking about something like that. Yeah. So what was it like to um, assist? And like wh- when you got the job, like how was it, how was it working with Steven Hillenberg in those early days?
1: It was amazing. It was a lot. First season there was, we, you know, we were ordering dinner, they were working through lunch. It was, you know, he was wow, so, clear on what his vision was and what he wanted and you know if network had notes he had his reason of why he want he 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 was so confident and so amazing and brilliant and knew what he was doing you know I'm the the co-ep who's the non-creative every once in a while I'll chime in but I'm the money and budget person so to be (laughs) so so yeah so to be surrounded by these create it, it was just It kind of you know it sucks you in it's they're so brilliant and you know what in the first season when we would pitch a board we would put it in the conference room and you would have it up there and the guys who who wrote it would pitch it to the entire crew and to the network to get notes and to see the timing and how everyone reacted and it was pretty amazing and just to say as the creative
0: type i I get nowhere without the business type (laughs) next to me so literally i would just sit in my room and Mm -hmm. like be creative alone with no one watching so we need people like you so thank you jenny for
1: when i bust out my little you know schedules and the color like mark and vince are like i can't like just (laughs) just tell me when do i need to turn this in (laughs) i
0: I need that so badly so okay great thank you for wrangling the
2: Vinces and the Marks and the creatives of the of the SpongeBob world for, for all of these years.
0: So we actually just talked about boating school on the show. Episode four. Episode four. Season the one. Very first introduction to Mrs. Puff. And there is lore around the fact that um, the show is supposed to be entirely set in a school. Is that is that true? Was like that a was the, that, 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 actually, real that a real note from
2: Nickelodeon at the time that that the boating school episode was able to like technically satisfy but then still keep the show what it was
1: that is true yes wow. yeah but yes they wanted him to go to school and, and steve did not um want him to have a specific age he lives on his own he has a job he didn't and so that was the compromise that um we would throw in some school sessions with Mrs. Puff. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> Compromise. That's great. And so smart. Also very, very yes. smart. And also created one of my favorite characters as Mrs. <laughs> yes. Puff. And one of my favorite situations that SpongeBob continues to revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny, he hasn't gotten his license yet, has he? He has not. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Hasn't. Well, I guess probably
1: Fortunately, for All of yeah, us,
0: <laughs> true for the rest of us, it's true for the other drivers oh, on the road, it right. is something, but it is still a passion of
1: his, and I mm-hmm. just
0: love that there is a goal that he has set right. he does not ever want. And he's to optimistic, let that goal drop.
1: he's going to get it one day. Yeah. He, he thinks I mean, he is the symbol of optimism,
0: I think, for several generations is SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants,
1: right? I agree, I agree, I agree yeah. yes.
2: You also worked in casting,
1: right? So Uh what was your job? How did you enjoy it? I was kind of the wrangler again in the sessions, you know, getting everybody's takes and all of that. I really like the production aspect of it. And so I, I made the um, a lateral move to move into wow. production and kind of, and go that way instead of um, staying in the casting. But for SpongeBob, we record every Wednesdays. And those were my, my favorite days. We <laughs> we just, the cast is amazing. When we, the first time when we recorded, you know, it takes a sh- one 11 minute episode takes almost 10 months to produce so when we're recording the christmas episode it's you know april (laughs) so i remember when when we did the first christmas special steve's like they got to get in the mood we we need christmas so i'm like trying to find christmas decorations (laughs) you know in the middle of april and we decorated the whole studio with a little christmas tree and some lights and So everybody can get in the Christmas spirit before we record that episode.
0: That's so funny. I love
1: that so much.
0: That's the true magic behind the scenes. Yes. Yeah.
2: So can you just kind of describe the the process, maybe the pipeline, and pipeline? then mm-hmm. if Spongebob is unique to a kind of a normal process that other shows would use to get made?
1: So in the beginning we were storyboard driven. So that would mm-hmm. be just the outline, and then you would have the storyboard artist who would board it out. That is unique, you know, usually. And now we're script driven. It's mm-hmm. very it's you know, it's very hard to find artists who can draw SpongeBob. I know it I don't know if people always think he's easier to draw but then he really is but he's not
2: (laughs) really yeah he's deceptively deceptively simple
1: (laughs) all of them all of them are so like transitioning them into the cg world i mean that's a whole different story but so to get somebody who could draw the characters well but then also write, is it's it's you know it's twofold there's there's a few of those. So it, it's definitely mm. more difficult now. So we start with premise and outline and scripts. So premise a week, outline a week, scripts five weeks. So oh, wow. once the, once the scripts are done, then it goes to a rough board artist who will board it out at his, at every phase, like to kind of had, add our punch up. So at the mm-hmm. rough board phase, he'll board out the um 11 minute script and add in, you know, his little flavor. Um, And then it'll go into animatic. So in animatic is where they'll see the timing. Usually, sometimes they're a little long. You got to cut them down to 11 minutes. And then it'll go to a team that's cleaning it up and putting it on model and also plussing and adding their own little gags along the way also.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: And actually before, after the rough board is when we get the actors in. So the actors record off of the rough board. So that when we're cleaning up and plussing the artist's no, you know, the actors add so much to it as well. So they know how big Tom's going to make the take or how small or, you know, so that they can draw accordingly. So that's before we get to final cleanup. So we take the voice actor, then we clean it up, goes back into animatic again for final lock. And then that's when we start all the designs, the design process and get all of that locked down in the timing, which is, you know, one animation director for three weeks, basically moving every character uh, in the show. And then we, sh- we ship it to Rough Draft, which is in Korea. They do our mm-hmm. animation. They've always done our anim- animation. They're amazing. And they have it for 17 weeks. And they animate. And one 11-minute show takes 17 weeks. And then wow. we get it back. And we go into post with sound and color correction and music. And that's seven weeks. And then we deliver. <laughs> and we do that every Simple. S- Yeah so we Simple. have three shows so we start one show a week and then we skip one week which isn't really a skip week but and then we start three more shows and then we skip and three more so we're um, wow. one season, of twenty six episodes will take us almost two years, and then you haven't even you haven't even described like and then we took
2: on a second show, right? Yeah, yeah Which we took is on a Camp s- Coral, and then a third, <laughs> a third show. A show, and it's and at some point three films got made. Oh. At the yes, sa- like yeah. like this oh. is mm-hmm.
0: insane. And thank you for walking us through this because on like for me as a fan, like I knew none of this, you know, like I just assumed there was like one guy that was like, <laughs> Oh my God, just, okay. I finished, I finished drawing, just hand me the yellow. I just right. got to quickly color SpongeBob in and then like send it off. You know, like this is so yeah. crazy yeah. that the process, it goes through, I mean, like almost what, like a, a hundred, couple hundred people's hands. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Before you get, before we get the thing that makes us so smile and laugh. And also I think that that, you guys are, you're a factory at this point. Right. You you are doing so (laughs) many of them, but the quality has never suffered. And that's another thing that we talk about all the time, Hector and I, because we've talked about Camp Crawl and we've talked about the Patrick show and how... We lose our minds with how wonderful they both are. yeah. yeah.
2: And, and, and and it's not even that. it's it's the the other sort of milestones that you guys have hit is like going from full screen to widescreen and going yes. you know, to h d and these kinds of these sort of like invisible and CG. upgrades. Right. yeah, these invisible upgrades to the show that uh just by virtue of you guys being such a long-lived show like you hit these these incredible you know updates to technology and how that has affected the show and you know i told frankie the more even as a fan the more you study this process and what you guys have to go through i think the more you learn to appreciate the art and you just said it takes you guys two years to do a season yeah that's yeah. unreal. That's so wild. Yeah. Well, just um, when most
1: people hear that it takes 10 months just to make one 11 minute there, it's what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're like, yeah. What, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. I literally, yeah. I literally thought it was like a guy in a room being yeah. like, okay, yeah. cool. Bring in the voice actors. Now I finished drawing. <laughs> right. It'll be done like, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You know.
1: <laughs> it's funny. Cause we have like, we know, we'll, well we used to do tours and anytime we have little tours they always want to come and see Spongebob so you kind of give them yeah. the little lowdown, and yeah. you know the kids want to see the color and everything and the mm-hmm. parents are always like wait so how long do you know they're the ones yeah. asking mm-hmm. me all the questions of mm-hmm. how it works There's, it's so wow I had no idea It's it, the process yeah. is definitely interesting
0: <laughs> oh my God, I mean so we started
1: on pencil you know erasing and mm. co- making copies oh this needs to be a little bit bigger make it wow. you know 20% bigger and then bringing it back to the board and you know, we made the transition to digital was like, oh, gosh, we need to slowly make that transition because we still had to stay on schedule and, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, turning out how much faster it was than uh, paper and pencil It actually ended up being an easy transition. But, you know, we yeah. started very old school of, you know. Razor shavings everywhere. <laughs> wow,
0: and that's got to be like an interesting, like an interesting thing for everybody to to go through. Like, do, yeah. are there any stories about like people being like, "I don't know, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if we can mm-hmm. do this."
1: Yeah, they we didn't. We- the execs were like we don't you know think we could do this we don't want to pressure any of the artists the artists were actually the ones were like no we're hearing that this is is easier to do and that it might so like I said we planned on okay out of the five days one day will be digital and so that we can slowly work it in so we didn't lose too much time in our schedule and when the artists got in there and started working on it and figuring out the Cintiq and how much faster it was um they were like oh no we're all in and they they, we, because of them, they wanted to learn it. The sh- other shows were starting digitally, and so um, it ended up being a lot faster than than pencil and paper. Wow! Some, I mean, awesome. the hard part is there's so many cheats digitally that you kind of have to stay on, we don't want you to copy and paste this one, and so he looks the same in every panel, you know, we oh, still wow. want you to do the drawings, because you could do that, you could copy you could paste, you could flip, you could make him a little bit smaller you know, you could do all of that stuff in two seconds, yeah. so yeah. it was kind of like that balance of, no, you still have to draw him over and over and over again, so yeah. that he, it's you like know, behind. has an appeal, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah so, you know, there's a little bit of that, but they, the artists were mm-hmm. all on board, and, and great with that transition. I,
2: I love that it was the hard-working artists that are like, no please, anything yeah. to make our lives easier Please, <laughs> yeah, let's try yeah. it. And the executives <laughs> yeah. are like,
1: we don't know
2: if it's digital. We don't know. This might you know. not work. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, please, please, please. <laughs> well, outside of production, maybe this is a little uh, tough because you are so in the world of the production and you know what it takes. But, like, Jenny, do you personally have a favorite style of SpongeBob? Mm. Do you prefer the hand-drawn style, the... CG style, the stop motion, like puppetry? Like, do you have a personal favorite? Like, ooh, I like when the show's does this or when the show does this.
1: I, you know, the 2D, the original is always, it's just, you can get so much more out of it. It's it's a draw. I mean, CG in, in taking SpongeBob with all of his, craziness and his squash and his stretch and making that CG. Yeah. I don't know how much you know about CG, but it's very difficult. Those are mm. all new builds and you have to put rigs in every little thing. And, you know, CG is traditionally done with human characters. You turn mm-hmm. them, they look the same. When SpongeBob mm. turns, if you don't move his cheeks or his eyes or his oh. freckles, it's it doesn't look right. So CG is normally, you know, you turn the characters, they're all the same. Wow. They're in their T-pose and they look the same. But SpongeBob, when he turns, you can't have him at a, a, a straight profile. He, you know, there are so many technicalities. And wow. our CG department, um, our CG team is so amazing. They're so amazing yeah. in, in how they've done the rigs and how we've had to have special builds. If it was a brand new show... And you don't know what he's capable of doing, it's different, but you know right. what he looks like and the audience is used to that. And if he doesn't do that, it, the, you suffer in the quality because the audience expects that. So right. it's, um, I would say CG is, is the hardest of the three <laughs> trying to make him look um, yeah. like the 2D. And, and was so, that just like yeah.
0: a set was that just um a goal as soon as you decided Kim Kroll was coming out was it like this is a CG show or was somebody like we should do CG you know You know
1: we talked about doing CG years ago mm. uh, probably about t- at least 10 years ago maybe even 15 wow. years ago um, because it was the new thing and yeah. you know everybody was doing it and they wanted to rebrand him and let's do and we had done some tests and it did not look pretty so <laughs> we passed on it at the time and I think now with technology and, and it, it works now yes. it's still very difficult but it but it works now mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked back then
2: was there no. ever a pitch to do a full, live action spongebob show like a real kitchen sponge just in every (laughs) i'm assuming no i'm assuming nobody was like we should do it like that the
1: closest was the broadway show that was the closest yeah that's right yeah which again was a a, a, like not on board in the beginning like you know steve was very he's got to have that silhouette and all the characters have to have the silhouette and you could do that on Broadway and it took some convincing and you know again the the Broadway producers were amazing and and that s- surprised us at how amazing it turned out yeah. so yeah. did
2: you guys have any just talking about the Broadway show did you guys have any sort of input or was it done something entirely separate that you guys were kind of giving notes and overseeing and stuff?
1: So it was done entirely separate, but they did want to make sure that the voice was clear, that it was Mm. within, you know, the character of the show and the IP. And so they, they came down and we had some sessions with them and the writers were in there and putting their two cents in of, you know, Mm. he, maybe he wouldn't say that, or Mm. he would say something like this. And they used some of that. They did want to make sure that the style was That's within the character yeah
2: see the characters are the characters are so strong those characters are so pure yeah that even in a human live-action setting they yeah. still can kind of come through i mean for the 20th anniversary you guys had the cast do you know live-action versions of their characters yeah. and it, like oh my it's God, still
0: so fun. It's
2: so funny it still works you know yes. to see tom and yeah. bill and clancy and everybody like it.
0: it that was that was really really fun yeah
1: yeah that was fun yeah <laughs> There have been so many
0: like um, additions to the world of the of the show, and now we have the Patrick Star show. And I w- we've been talking to you know several of the people that are involved in that show, and I, j- I just keep marveling at how rich every single frame is. What's it been like is to um g- kind of get the show become a little bit crazier and faster over the years? Because right. as an audience member, to me, like watching the Patrick show, I'm like, wow, this is so much crazier and faster. But yeah. like a hundred percent still the brand that I love
1: you know that was the hard part with the development of it is like okay how are we going to so for me I feel like okay it's my job to give the other two co-ep's what they want creatively and still figure out how that's going to work within schedule and budget so it's like oh hey we're throwing in some stop motion here it's like oh gosh <laughs> okay we're going under a couch and there's a whole nother city in there so that's way more designs and uh, so it's you know first season show is always hard anyway because you're establishing right. all the designs you always have more characters you always have more designs mm-hmm. um but pat because it's so big in his imagination anything's possible and 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 they do and so it's okay we have 40 backgrounds in this show where we normally have 15 and you know as a producer I don't want to say okay sorry you can't do that we change that location because we can't fit it in so really try and figure out how we're we're going to squeeze it in but it's 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 a challenge.
0: <laughs> but that's why though. I mean, but having someone like you work on it is why we do get to have these amazing worlds. And it's mm-hmm. so nice that you try not to say no. Like, my goodness, I hope I work with producers like that every day for the rest yeah. of my life. You know, it's, I'm it, so used to being depicted as like, nope, that can't happen. No, nope, Sorry. Up with something else. You're like the complete opposite, which is why we get these lush, amazing universes that we get to just yeah. smile and laugh at for like 11 minutes.
2: Those have been my favorite bosses. Even if my, favorite bosses in my life have been tough, at least their first thing initially is like, let me see what I can do. Let me try. Let me try. Right. Let me tr- yeah. We appreciate yes. that. Yeah. You know, and then if it doesn't work out, hey, they told me they tried. You they know, tried. That's, <laughs> they, <that's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Jenny, how do you manage all of these chaotic creative people. How do you manage these challenges? Like you mentioned your color coordinated folders. I love that. I tried to, you know, I tried to Marie Kondo my life. I tried to live by that. Uh, But what is there, is there a secret to your producing success?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I honestly, I don't, I like to be very personal. i like to get to know my, my crew. I like to be involved, you know, Um, I think that goes, a long way. Sometimes artists can be insecure and even if they're doing a, 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 an amazing, I mean, anyone can be insecure, not just mm-hmm. artists, obviously, but... <laughs> no, but if, especially.
0: We, we, we disp- don't get <laughs> <the best laughs> to you saying that at all. That's we bizarre. are. Yep.
1: But, and so you think, oh my God, this is so amazing. They have to know it, but sometimes they don't and they need to hear it more, you know, and so I really uh, try, I, see, I think the hardest part for me in my transitions and um, my different moving up is not being... Available Mm, to the crew as much and um, and that's hard because I've always been hands on and I like if something's going wrong I just want to have the conversation with the person and let's figure it out or whatever so I think that maybe that's um, my secret (laughs) be nice to people you get more bees with honey
0: (laughs) so is it just part of your job that you're um, also a therapist and. (laughs) a therapist, I've been a travel Travel agent, agent. I've done
1: everything. (laughs) Absolutely. And not just when I started just up to a year ago, helping me. It's just, it's, yeah, I've done it all. You mentioned
2: um, that artists sometimes, you know, they might not hear it enough of like, hey, this is great. You should know that this is great to try to help them in their creative endeavors and stuff and and I said earlier like I know that your teams and the folks who work on shows like this they really feel it when they go do like a San yeah. Diego Comic-Con. What wow. is it like when you have to go to a Comic-Con? Is it overwhelming? Is it like a vacation? Is everybody excited to get that feedback or is it like okay, more challenges, challenges, challenges. I'm an event planner now. I have to, you know, wrangle all these people.
1: Well, I love doing Comic-Con. It's always it's fun. You know, you're going about your day, you're doing your job, you don't realize Like last time we were in New York for Comic-Con, the line was crazy and the people and, and at some point it's kind of normal. And then we were leaving and we're going out a back door because we can't go out the front door because (laughs) everyone will go crazy. And there's people waiting in the back door who knew we wouldn't go out the front door and going out the back door. And we're literally running with the talent to get the car because people are like going crazy, and it's sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's like, oh, this has got to be the best job for the voiceover because you don't see their face all the time, and mm -hmm. so they are able to do this great job and kind of still live their lives. And but not so much anymore. Everyone knows who Tom Kenny is, and yeah, so yeah, social social media. media. Right. Yeah, and Mm
2: -hmm. again, I think that because of the internet and because of um, of of the popularity of shows like SpongeBob, like fans such as myself, I think are more savvy
0: about who's working on the show than ever before. So unbelievable! Such an international show. Like, what what do you think it is about the show? I mean, we've talked about it a little bit on on our our, you know podcast, but. What is it about the show that just appeals to literally everyone and all sort, every single nation and territory? around you know, the I, globe?
1: like you said about his optimism and and he's just so naive and everything's positive and and I think that that goes far. Everybody wants a little bit of that in their life, you know. Um, it's it's you know when I, I when we started, my niece was five and you know she's twenty six now and she was wow. you know she loved it then and she just actually graduated med school and she's like texting me memes I get memes for my nieces all the other ones just started college and she's in her second year and she's like well send me memes I'm just I said oh my gosh like there's a meme for everything she goes you don't understand there's I hear a spongebob reference every day auntie like I every day
2: (laughs) in (laughs) the medical field every day that's amazing yeah wow (laughs) That's so but yeah!
1: Great. Oh yeah! We'll have parents who say, "Thank you." Like I can actually sit and watch this with my kid, rather than you know. And so there, it's it's I don't it's know. Huge. It's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, and I, I studied marine biology in college. So oh! I, yes, exactly. So I immediately loved the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it like <laughs> when you were working with um, Mr. Hillenberg about um, with his marine biology knowledge? Because yeah. he was a marine biologist as well.
1: Yes. So, so we had, you know, he had all the books and the artists had to have the books because things had to be accurate. If you said something about a lobster or oh, no lobsters don't do that. Like the scripts had to be, everything had to be accurate within the, the Marine world. <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. so
0: much. Cause we actually break it down a little bit sometimes on, on this show um, about like the Marine biology references yeah. and how it's uh, accurate. And I didn't, and I didn't
2: it, think there was a ocean under the ocean, but Frankie corrected me. He's oh. like, no, there's such a thing with yeah. like, you know, the, the, level. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, exactly. The different levels and everything. So so you're telling me that when a lobster lifts weights at the beach, that's scientifically <laughs> yeah. accurate? Jenny.
0: That's amazing. I did not know it that. Is. It was in the books, I guess. It was <laughs> in the go. science <laughs> textbooks. Yeah. I think maybe she's talking about how it's a segmented body shell. Okay. It's okay. an exoskeleton. Okay. There we but, go. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um so I love
2: that So, so just to kind of go back a second talking about how You head to Korea at least once a season, Mm -hmm. and then earlier you described the process about how long it actually takes the show to get made, and that Korea has it for, I think you said 17 weeks, is Mm -hmm. that correct? Yes. 17 weeks where they're hand-drawing the 2D SpongeBob shows, SpongeBob and Patrick. Um, Do you get to see a lot of that process, or is it kind of like a before and after thing, where it's like you guys send it to Korea, and then, oh, lo and behold, 17 weeks later, it's moving
1: yes so it is lo and behold so we do send it we don't see it like CG you see it in different phases so you yes. give notes 2D now you send it and then it comes back in color you don't wow. see the in between and then when it comes back then you you know call your retakes when you're there we'll do that you we'll walk to each different and it's Amazing. I mean, and they're what? still they're still one hundred percent pencil and paper. They wow. don't work on Cintiqs. They're they're still hand drawn. Um, yeah, our, flipping paper and animating like mm-hmm, that. Wow. Our backgrounds are still hand painted. Uh, we've wow. never changed that. With Patrick, it's the same thing. With SpongeBob, it's the same thing. We don't digitally paint. Most shows do. I I would say we're probably the only show that that still actually physically paints wow. with pen. So <laughs> with, even though. Wow.
2: Even though yeah. the characters themselves are digitally colored, the backgrounds you're saying are mm-hmm. hand painted, hand yes. done.
0: Yes. Whoa. Yeah. And, and how do I get one? That's, yeah. that's my real thing. Like, <laughs> how many Jenny, do you I've been have? i asking in your everyone, house? where are the how cells? Where are the stills? Yeah. Like, I want to Well, cells, that.
1: we don't. So, cells, we only have cells for season one. So, if you come across cells, whoa. keep them because there's only yeah, season like, one. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But the background, so we'll, so, you know, we usually, we'll do like the one setup and we'll ship that overseas and, and literally on board and paint. So in the last couple years we started scanning and, and we, um, Rough Draft have, has iPads so that we could wow. send digitally, but originally we couldn't send digitally. Their color was different than ours, and it, oh, you know, wow. with all of that, it, it wasn't working out. So we would physically send all of the paintings and they would match the color. So just, it's been probably four years now where we've been doing iPads and making sure theirs are color calibrated with ours so that they have the exact color that, that See, we're seeing.
2: This wow. is another like limitation of technology <laughs> right. that people don't think about. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, even if I send you an email, and you pull it up, you may have like a different yeah. settings on your computer to where yep. like the color screen. will be different. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's so wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah and no wow. one and listen they say that they check it but like let me just tell you there's so many settings on these computers <laughs> oh, so I, you know it's like yeah. it's like yeah sure I checked it but like did you and also they love to reset themselves whenever right. they want like, Think of the I'll mind turn of my their computer cover going, and I'm like oh wow I have a black and white monitor I had no idea <laughs> yeah. like uh, okay cool uh, wow. I guess I yeah. have to go reset the whole computer <laughs> right <again>. start over <laughs> yeah, let's really do it. never yeah. shut your computer down nope. mm-hmm. <laughs> it is always watching yeah <laughs> Um, well, that's just unbelievable. And then Camp Coral, um, that you go to Technicolor in India. Have you been there?
1: I have been there. Is wow. that so cool? You know, India is amazing and it's it's fascinating. Usually when we go to Korea, because we've been doing it for so long, for we so like long, to check yeah. in and make sure everything's okay. And, and it's, you know, kind of like the meet and greet with everybody and make sure everybody's on track and if there's any new questions with the new season and then you have some time to you know go to dinner with some of the crew or kind of do the you know the dmz or the you know the sightseeing things in in korea so you get a couple days the india trip was pure like we i mean we developed for camp coral for three months and then we started the show it was you know it was insanely quick Animation right now is crazy, I mean it kind of went yeah. through like you know down and now it's I mean in this probably the most challenging part of besides developing two other shows is yeah. crewing up for those shows. the yeah. talent pool you know Netflix is doing a million things and yeah. you know the competition is is crazy, and cartoony shows are are really um hard to staff it's it's a it's very hard to draw cartoony shows and um, that's that's a huge huge challenge for us right now is and
2: and you guys have had such amazing creatives working on Spongebob over the past few decades and then they'll go off and do their own show and you have to be like
1: oh great yeah yeah, congrats Congrats. yeah we lost two in the last two years that started their own two new shows um, two of our storyboard directors it's hard I, I will say though with COVID the maybe only good thing that came out of it is we had to, because we were all working from home, we were able to branch out. And so we're, mm. we have people in, you know, Australia and Mexico oh, wow. and Spain That's and so artists cool. that we would have never done that before because we always felt you had to be hands-on and you had to be in, in the, the office and you have to work yeah. with the directors and everything. And so, but since we started working, you know, virtually we, ex- it it did expand, um, the range of, of who we yeah. can, you know, hire now. So that's definitely a, a plus and that's helped.
0: Yeah, uh, right. yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we've, and it's a double-edged sword, you know, we've heard also stories in the show, like just like actors crying, trying to set up their microphones in their oh. closets and their houses. And it's oh, just- Oh, or have to take a
1: break because they're in their closet and there's no air in their closet. So they're <laughs> like sweating. It's like, okay, let me take a break and go outside and get some air and then come back I'm in.
0: hyperventilating. Yeah.
1: Also, our actors are used to, being together, we've always right. done right. our ensemble cast. So all of them are in the room bouncing off of each other and they're all amazing and brilliant and they don't need that. But it's fun to do that. It's it's all missed for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you Absolutely. know how spoiled you are by working on SpongeBob? Or is it something <laughs> that you are still you don't feel it because you're in it?
1: No, I do feel it. I if sometimes I feel it's kinda it. It's bittersweet sometimes. Sometimes it's like, oh, you're in SpongeBob. No, you can't deliver late. We're airing that tomorrow. Like, you don't, mm. you know, sometimes you don't get And then other times it's like, oh, no, we're going to do a big premiere, so we're going to hold a bunch of them. You, you can have some extra time. So it's sometimes wow. it's crazy hours and you're like, the show. And then other times it's like, ah, oh, the show is pretty <laughs> awesome. You know, I definitely know how uh, lucky I am, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I goodness. mean,
2: and you mentioned earlier that, like, when you guys were starting out that – it's the norm for a show like this to go like two, three seasons. Mm -hmm. And with Nickelodeon, you've had sort of like a tenure almost, like where you are on Spongebob and that's the one that continues to go and survives and you've seen other shows, even the fantastic shows at Nickelodeon sort of come and go and they kind of end their natural you know, what has that been like to be on a show like that that is almost a little bit against the norm of the animation industry?
1: I mean, it's been awesome and the fact that, you know, most people have to look for a new job every two to three Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I haven't had to so that's been great um it's you know I think uh, again I'm lucky with Spongebob because because some 2d shows it's you're just you're doing 2d and that's it Spongebob has Incorporated yeah. so many different things that I don't feel like totally. career-wise I'm missing out. I, I know mm-hmm. stop motion. We put wow. in live action. We, you know, we we do puppets. We, you know, there's such a combination of things that we'll do still shots where the fish opens his mouth, and you know those that those type of editing things and green screens, and um, so I yeah. feel like with this one show, it's I've gotten the experience of you know uh, plenty of different shows, uh, just a yeah, little bit of experience of scene behind the scenes of the broadway show and you know like things like that it's just um i feel like yeah it's a little bit of everything and it's pretty and so now me going into my new role i brought in two new producers and they're like oh my god this is so much (laughs) there's like (laughs) all the music that's involved in the show and and doing Uh all of that stuff that's it's just um i just i feel like i've learned it all it's 10 shows worth of um, of knowledge <laughs> within yeah, this gonna one get, show,
2: you're going to get no curveballs thrown your way, right. you be like, "Oh, uh, yeah. so this is a stop motion challenge.
1: Yeah. That's cute. Got I it. handled Got that. that. <laughs> Great. Got
0: yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> done." <laughs> Where do you see the future SpongeBob going?
1: Oh God, the future holograms? I, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, it it has been discussed. There's, you know, there's. I think sky's the limit with him
2: when you say for Spongebob that the sky's the limit you guys are talking about projecting episodes into right. the sky that's what yeah. you're talking about right? like that's the future for the next We're who's
1: going to the moon next uh, yeah just beam it Once right to onto, the, up there. onto
2: the moon there
0: when yeah. the aliens finally arrive also like why have you taken so long um, I think mm-hmm. that they're gonna be like where is your president of the universe Spongebob, SquarePants? Right. You <laughs> go, yeah, SpongeBob. Right. bring us Spongebob where the, the being who was the, who was the, the king at guy. the Thanksgiving day parade right. Yeah. that's who you're looking for, yes. The, oh my God, the Spongebob balloon. When that was added oh, that year, yeah. I lost my mind. I think I cried, and I think it's on the internet. I think you can that's find great. it. great. That's great. Thank you so much oh, for being here. Thank you. What a pleasure um, allowing us to dive even deeper into the world of SpongeBob and what it takes to make every single episode. So when y'all are just sitting at home being like, oh, I've watched everything. When's the next one coming out? I'm going to tell you, you need to be patient, okay? Right. Because listen yes. to all what goes into it, okay? But um, in the meantime, there's, there's always a new, there really is always a new episode coming out. You right. guys are doing great with mm-hmm. timing and content. So thank you again for sharing some of that insight with us
1: thank you yeah. amazing that was so fantastic
2: huge <laughs> thanks to Jenny Monica for sharing her incredibly valuable time I mean I can't think of a person whose time is more valuable than Jenny Monica wrangling these shows yeah. moving to a VP position for animation as a whole this, is, this was such a fantastic interview we learned so much we got some yeah. great stories so thank you Jenny that was awesome
0: Thank you, Jenny, and what a boss! And like, just go for your dreams, guys. You know, mm-hmm. from receptionist to vice president. Um, wow, what an amazing, amazing journey! And so cool. uh, thank you. I, I feel very grateful. So I'm just. It's, I'm it's gonna, inspirational. It's inspirational is what, is what it was. I'm
2: feeling it. Was it. I'm feeling inspiration. grateful inspiration. as
0: well. Inspiration. <laughs> I'm very very happy today. So thank you guys yeah. for listening. Don't forget to follow us to uh, see what we're going to get up to next week. On on Spongebob Binge Pants. Bye.